We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. One o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold. Alex Gold. I got Dusty Likens filling in for Cody. He'll be back with us tomorrow. We got Drew producing the show. We got Nate Taylor from The Athletic joining us in studio. We get another week of this, man. We get another week. Just, you know, six straight years of AFC title game appearances. Pretty fun. Pretty, pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I've said it to a lot of uh, friends. Um, I was preparing for a last drive of some <laughs> sort uh potential of overtime uh-huh. the added layers of oh if it goes overtime at least just at least josh allen will get the football way he missed he missed it's over the <laughs> game's over um so again in the historical context of the nfl at least in the and i always like to say there's there's two eras there's the super bowl era that you can frame things in, fellas, or there's the what I like to call the open era, right? Same thing they talk about in tennis and uh, baseball when it comes to free agency, right? Free agency becomes a real thing in like the mid '90s. Obviously, there's a new, new-ish 30 for 30 documentary on Reggie White where it explains like he was the first mega star to really be on the open market while still in his prime as a free agent. So in the in the context of the of the open era of the NFL, where you could actually choose your own agency at some point in your career, mm-hmm. maybe one other team has done this, and they've shown it, and the Chiefs have aspired to be that team, and they are week week in and week out slowly becoming that team. Uh, only the Patriots have done this, and now the Chiefs have done it for six straight years. Um, to reach the championship game. It's it's um, historical, but it's also just a testament to um, just the the great core players they have, um, with that being Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Chris Jones. And you could put Steve Spagnuolo in there as well. Uh, he wasn't a part of all six uh, championship games. But, guys, this is, this is nuts. Like, again, he missed – like, and I, and it wasn't even close. It's so, the kind of stuff that ha- you you mentioned. There's only one other franchise to compare that have done anything like. That. It's why we talked earlier with Dusty about Brady. You know, and, and there were multiple years we would all watch. We're like that team's not even that good this year. <laughs> but yet, here we this are, dudes, in the game again. And that's that's where we're at. That's what this year is, mm-hmm. right? He took Jabbar Gaffney to a championship, <laughs> y'all. Jabbar Gaffney, and I'm not. 
I'm, I'm not saying Jabbar Gaffney's terrible. I'm just saying he not Wes Welker. He not Dion Branch. He not Randy Moss. He he not Rob Gronkowski. He took Jabbar Gaffney to the championship game, Alex. So who's yeah. Jabbar Gaffney on this team? MVS. You kind of want to say MVS, but MVS had a better performance than Jabbar Gaffney yeah. ever had in the postseason. Yeah. Um, you want to say like, I mean, look. Blake Bell has a very specific role. He is taking Blake Bell to the AFC Championship game. Clyde Edwards-Alaire has finally found his success, like where he can fit within the offense, but also be an addition versus a, like, subtraction, right? Took that guy to the AFC Championship game. Donovan Smith was bad this year, guys. Bad. He has taken him to the AFC Championship game. So, like, uh, I mean, there's a lot of... There's a lot of cases to be made where, look, there's no Jarek McKinnon. I, I hope Chief fans understand that, too. Like, Jarek McKinnon was supposed to be the guy that, like, kind of took you over the top because of what we saw at the end of last season. He's not here because he got hurt. Um, so, I don't know if you want to say McCole Hardman because every time they gave him the ball on Sunday, he fumbled. <laughs> I don't know if you want to say Marquez Valdez-Scanlon based on just the regular season that he had. It's the worst regular season I've ever seen from a – legitimate uh, receiving option. And Travis Kelsey, I mean, Noah Gray's good. But, like, guys, Blake Bell's going to play at another AFC Championship game, and he's going to have an important role. But, like, guys, he's, like, is he going to be in the league next year? I don't know. But well, that's going to be on this team next year. That That's how incredible yeah. Patrick is at this stuff. And, obviously, you have to involve Andy Reid as well. I think the interesting thing is that there's always going to be comps of like franchises, right? That can get things done. Like I think when the, when the Patriots won their third, it was like, are they the next Cowboys? Are they, mm. they the next America's team? Right. Right. Like they went a Super Bowl as the new England Patriots during a time in American history where like catastrophic event had happened. And you know, they could really ride that we're all Patriots. Yes. Oh, we love them. And then they hate them. Right. Then it was like, <laughs> everybody's here and then three Super Bowl titles and it's over. Yep. Right. And this is what's interesting to me is that I feel like you bring up all these options that Tom Brady had, but Tom Brady always had what he knew worked, which was simplicity on offense. And he knew what he had on defense, which was always a top 10 defense. And they had security at kicker. Yes. Right? And a lot of people kind of forget mm. that in the playoffs, a secure kicker, you can go talk to, you know, you can talk to the Buffalo Bills if they have any issues with what a security is at kicker, because I don't know if you, if you, if you Woo. got it, but this is how embarrassing it is in Buffalo. You know, you have to, you have to worry about, you know, you haven't heard this yet. No. Oh, let, me, let me tee it up for that's you. The, that, that, that's the Korean call All you of know, the Tyler Bass missed by the field way, goal. That, by the way, that's the insides of my soul yes. in the press box. Not real. Like, again, you can't really do that. Can't in the, do it. I got trouble once. Can't do that in the press box, but wow. That yeah. is immediately. Again, he missed. All, so. you, all you hear in this is Tyler Bass and then oh. <laughs> Oh! 
That's right. So again, and that's by the way, that's not a goal. No. <laughs> that is the opposite of goal. That is a no field goal. <laughs> yes. So the thing that's crazy is that you look at like how the security factors are in the playoffs. The clock is slower for Patrick Mahomes, just like it was with Brady. It didn't matter if there was a minute 13 or four minutes left. If there were four minutes left, Tom Brady was going to slowly cut you and bleed you out to where it was like, oh, now we've got the ball left with like eight seconds left. If there was a minute 13, Tom was going all the way down, trust mm-hmm. his kicker. How many times did we see it? Vinatieri from the 35, yep. field goal good. Defense kept him in the game. But in the regular season, we talked about earlier, and Alex made a good point, the Patriots go like 10-6. and six. They go 11-5. and five. Indianapolis Colts went 13 and 3, 14 and 2. They were the best team. But by God, when the playoffs started and that clock got faster and things got tense, yeah. it was always defense showed up, quarterback was cool, calm, collected, field goal, boom, game over. You cannot tell me this game doesn't end with a field goal. It's uh it, it it's an amazing observation and an, an incredible comparison just because um the margins get so small, guys, but they're still margins. Right. Like Josh Allen was incredible. I mean, I want to talk from now until the start of next season. He threw, I can't, I mean, the best example is the Tyler Bass field goal, unfortunately, the, yeah. the missed field goal. Guys, it's it's a perfect night to play football. The weather isn't the issue. The issue is the wind. Uh, Guys, he threw a 65-yard bomb. Trapped. On a dime. And it gets dropped, and that's the margin. Tough. Drops. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is just that much better. And the coaching, mm-hmm. I think, is a, is a wider gap, but it's still a gap. There's still a margin from a coaching perspective um, based on the health of the team. The Chiefs have the favorable margin there. And all those things add up to a three-point win when I think a lot of Buffalo Bills fans and even some of the players themselves will say, how in the world did we lose that game? But when you really look at it from a grand view, to your point, Dusty, like the margins, at least in that matchup on Sunday, all favored the Chiefs, whether it was rest, whether it was injuries, whether it was um, the quarterback play, the coaching staff, uh, the adjustments in the second half. Like Mm -hmm. Joe Brady saw Steve Spagnuolo adjust and then did not have the best, could not find the greatest way to counter, right? hey, we're actually going to keep your quarterback in the pocket. I know that's weird and that's strange, but, like, that's our adjustment. And and Joe Brady was like, but I need him to scramble. I need, uh-huh. <laughs> I need that dual threat ability. And they're like, nah, man, when the field gets condensed and we get in the red zone, we're going to have sticky coverage, and basically we're going to tell every pass rusher, bull rush, uh-huh. do not let him get out of the pocket. And they didn't have a counter to it. So um, all those margins lead to success. It leads to uh, – Again, a sixth straight AFC championship appearance. And, of course, with Baltimore on the horizon, um, this will be the ultimate test for them because the Chiefs have done it and proven it already, and they won't be afraid to go into Baltimore because of what they just experienced in Buffalo. And they have you, the referee they wanted. The Chiefs got their referee, according I mean, to the resources. I mean, I mean the league. <laughs> but it's the Chiefs that got it. It's the Chiefs that favored it. They I, got it. I mean. Because they want Taylor Swift in the. It's just another thing that again, why I'm gonna enjoy this week and with the Chiefs win because it's it's just more of the same stuff, you know. People counting out the Chiefs, but then all it's weird. Like this guy hates home teams. It's the back. It's it's like it's it's the back. You're you're telling me we got a. Who, who was the – we got a Scott Foster situation going we, on? We got It's something. just crazy. Like, because on one hand, you'll hear nationally, like, well, this team, you know, they just have no chance to win. And then on the other hand, it's like, well, they're all setting it up for them to win. Which Whoa. one is it? Are they getting – like, so it's a little bit of both yeah. heading Scott, in. 
Scott Foster's got the biggest rep in the NBA right now. Scott Foster's yes. like, because it's him and, uh, and Chris Paul, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe the, so. I mean, yes. the league knows. <laughs> the league's like, hey, it's game three. Kind of a pivotal moment. Hey, Scott, go go ref it up. <laughs> go ref it up. So, I don't know. I mean, we're human. We all understand these things. I just know that Warren Sharp's pissed with the referee thing. <laughs> He's just wanting. No, what that is, okay. what that is, is clicks. And wanting engagement because it feeds into what is already the lazy narrative of the season, which Uh is that everything is set up for the Chiefs. Where's where's Joey Joey Crawford? Can Joey Crawford be a part of this this refereeing crew in Baltimore? Warren Warren Sharp says the NFL pushed the panic button and then put the emergency alarm uh, thing up there. They have a ref in their rotation who is a massive edge to road teams. Road teams win at the number one highest rate with him. He penalizes home teams in no ways other than other refs do, and he's calling the Chiefs road game. And what's the picture he uses? The referee, Roger Goodell, Taylor Swift. The NFL had many refs they could have assigned to Kansas City Baltimore. They chose who historically has called things pro-road team. It's just because it fits into the – like, again, it's it's a it's a lazy narrative if you talk to NFL fans around the country. A, they're annoyed with Taylor Swift, which is that whole thing is stupid, why it impacts people, because it doesn't really impact you. And and then it's, the well, the refs are, you know, the Chiefs, the refs just want the Chiefs to win. It's just funny. Again, all I can say is embrace the hate, Nate. Embrace the hate. It was many, many years ago where we always thought the Patriots were getting the benefit of everything with Brady. Uh-huh. And guess what? There was many times where people thought the Warriors were just getting the benefit. It turns out the teams that are damn good and have the best player in the league win a lot of times, and then people hate you. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all it is. The hate is because they ain't us. That's right. I mean, it's it's amazing that, um, you know, I talked to a lot of people in Buffalo right before the game. Uh, went to Niagara Falls, went to all the local, you know, uh, oh, wing oh, stops. Wow. Uh, you know, wings fire. They're pretty good. Okay. They're, I, mean, I figured amazing. they were. No, they were terrible. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes things are overhyped. <laughs> Some fair. things are overhyped. Yeah. But, you but, go, is it Anchor? Is it Anchor up there? Is that the one that has famous the, for wins? There's one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Allentown. Cool. I appreciate it. Uh, Great song. With that being said, everybody was nervous. I mean, I, don't, oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't talk to one Bills fan who was, like, ultra confident that, like, yeah, we're going to win. What do you mean? You know? Um, so... When it when it becomes like this, when you have such a track record of finding uh, the small advantages towards winning, and then having the best quarterback and having the best coach too, like I I think this needs to be acknowledged. Like, man, who are you gonna take? You gonna take Andy Reid? I love John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh's won a Super Bowl. You gonna take Andy Reid or John Harbaugh? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you gonna take Kyle Shanahan? You gonna take Andy Reid? You, you, I mean, do I have to name the other coach that's still remaining? God bless him. He's done an amazing job. Kneecap. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I love Dan Campbell. Who doesn't? But, like. You, coach of the year. You can take him or, or Andy Reid. So, I think, you know, it's okay for people to try to find other reasons as to why the Chiefs are so successful. But, ultimately, it comes back to coach quarterback. This is the easiest way to evaluate playoff teams. And if you and if it gets boring and old and clichéic, I understand. But at the same time, there's a reason it's cliche because you kind of need the coach and the quarterback to to be the to be the driving force that guides you through the playoffs, um, not the referees, not the auxiliary stuff. We got Nate Taylor from the Athletic joining us in the studio here on Cody and Gold. All right, where do things stand right now? I know it's only Tuesday; it's early in the week. Andy will talk again tomorrow. We saw the report from Ian Rappaport about the the pec strain for Joe Tooney. 
Dusty and I were talking earlier. Yeah, Tooney's the primary concern, but also Willie Gay Jr., who's the spy. Yeah. Like, where, where's everything at in your understanding with the health of this team going into Sunday as of now? Yeah, um, I think the biggest concern is Willie Gay. You know, they're going to try to do the best they can to get him available for Sunday's game. But you saw this with Donovan Smith, right? He had a neck injury as well. Um, he missed the last five games of the regular season. Uh, I'm not saying they're obviously equal, but it's a similar body part. And Willie gave it, uh, I thought, a pretty good try. I thought he was playing pretty well, all things considered. But then he aggravated it, and so he wasn't able to go. Uh, I did not see Willie Gay in the locker room. I did see Joe Tooney in the locker room. He seemed to be in very good spirits. There's a growing belief in the organization that Joe Tooney, who I like to call a robot because his technique is <laughs> so robotically good. Uh-huh. It's like if you just plugged an all-pro guard in, like, into the line and he's just like, yeah, let me just let me stop you. Hike, stop. Hike, stop. Hike, let me move you over here. Like he's he's exceptionally good. Um, and Nick Gallagher came in and did a very fine job in a backup role. That's why he's on the team. But a lot of people think that Joe Tooney, who played with a broken hand, who has, like, who didn't miss a game, I think, until, like, his sixth season in the in the league, sixth or seventh season in the league. I'd have to look it up here in a minute. Um, there's a growing sense that he's going to give it a go. He might not practice. Wow. He might not practice tomorrow. He might not even practice Thursday. Um, but there's a chance he could play on Sunday just because um, it is a strain. It is late in the season. And there are ways to manage it. Um is it just a pain tolerance thing? I mean, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's a lot of pain tolerance and hoping that you don't uh, completely tear it. Now, obviously, that's a, yeah. that's that's the that's the risk and the and the trickiness of it all. But again, because he's so technique sound, um, it's it's possible that you give him the benefit of the doubt. So again, I know it seems weird. Anytime you hear Peck in the NFL, like that's usually a no go. Um, but because it's a strain, because there's optimism. I think Willie Gay might be the more um, in question injury. Really? Now, do we is it? Do we know what I mean, Donovan Smith was a neck stinger, right? Yes. Do we know at all what this is for Willie Gay? We don't. Um, it's unfortunate that we haven't really talked to Willie Gay. He's in, got a neck in weeks. <laughs> Thanks. <Yeah>. Thanks, Dusty. <laughs> that is exactly how the coach was saying. Yeah. Uh, let me. Let's see. You know, I haven't talked uh, to the doctors uh, yet, but uh, doctors, um, he's got a neck, you know, and I'll, I'll, Gay, I'll, get, I'll get you guys here in, uh, later on. Willie Gay neck, yeah. uh, you know, Chris Jones, Chris Jones groin, uh, Patrick ankle, like he's just just naming body parts next to people's names. Jamal's got a foot. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best line that we ever got. Thank you. I believe he's got another one, too. Two, I believe. Coach, which knee is it? I don't know, man. It's a, it's a knee. One of them. It's a knee. It's it's a it's yeah. a knee. Um, so we'll 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 just we'll just wait and see, basically. Yeah. And then Mike Edwards is in concussion protocol. He's got a so head. that's right. so that's he yeah. does have a head. Uh, so like so we're basically waiting. <laughs> so we're waiting on that. Like I guess Sunday's better than Saturday game. You really have no yeah. chance. Sunday gives you a shot. It does. It does. And um, I did see Mike Edwards tweet after the game, uh, him congratulating his fellas. So take that for what you will. <laughs> um, you know, you, what you want from a Mike Edwards situation is progress starting on Thursday, right? That he can get through sort of the baseline test, uh, some physical activity, and then Thursday maybe do some individual football activity. There's like a five-step mm-hmm. ramping up back to being cleared, and then you hope that he can get through Friday's practice without any concussion-like symptoms, any right. setbacks, and then Saturday is when you would normally get the, okay, he's clear concussion protocol because he's gone through all the multiple phases. His baseline has stayed sound. And he doesn't have any issues, you know, waking up or obviously 
dealing with light sensitivity. I mean, there's so many things that like you have to um, monitor throughout the week. But yeah, usually you would get that news like Saturday that he is clear concussion protocol. And again, if everything goes okay Sunday morning, then obviously he would be available to dress. I think one of my biggest topics, uh, talking points too, uh, as we kind of stutter on that one, is how much these two teams mirror image each other. Right, like I feel like almost everything is a wash, mm. uh, or close to it. Yeah. Head, head coach one A, one B in the AFC. It's it's Andy Reid and it's John Harbaugh, right? Uh, quarterback Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow didn't play this year. Josh Allen, I don't think has had the season Lamar Jackson's had. Lamar Jackson's no. about Mm-mm. to put another trophy on his on his on his mantle of an MVP, being yeah. a second time MVP. Uh, Butker. Tucker, I don't know who you pick in a situation where you need a kicker, I honestly. I, I know who's been the better kicker this right. year. Despite, it's been Harrison Butker. Yeah, despite right. the all-pro, Pro Bowl uh, accolade. The favorite award. Yes. The other thing that I think you can put into this, too, is number one scoring defense against number two scoring defense. Uh, not only that, if Mark Andrews does play, tight mm-hmm. end v. tight end. Yes. The mm-hmm. one thing that is drastically different between both these teams, which is the most important stat, at least in my mind, is that this is Kansas City's sixth consecutive time doing this, right? The first time you started writing, that deadline came at a lot quicker of a time than you ever imagined. Dog, now you you're like, lying. right? Woo! And now that you've done this for a while, you're like, oh, I got 30 minutes. I can get, I could probably get two stories up here in about 30 <laughs> minutes, right? And I, I mean, I'm, I'm being, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit sarcastic there, but, but I there's, think there's that, is a, very, that. that yeah. is a very key element in there. Yes, it's in Baltimore. Yes, it's, you know, the Chiefs are the underdog. But again, like you've been in that locker room. I feel like this team is completely different since that Cincinnati game when it comes from a, a team mental standpoint, a belief, a system. They've simplified the offense. They've leaned on that defense. And they're just basically like saying, look, if we can get a field goal in with Harrison Butker, we'll take three. Mm-hmm. We know we've been struggling in the red zone, but we know that we can get three and use our defense. And if you can keep doing that and having the trust in your kicker, I just, it's just interesting to see where this team is against the others when it comes to history and where current rosters are. Yeah, so I would say Baltimore has more dynamic ability to them, right? Okay. Uh, Baltimore takes the ball away more than the Chiefs defense. Lamar Jackson, of course, has the ability to be – like he just has video game highlights, yeah. you know, kind of kind of in the same way that Josh Allen does. But there were some plays where they were just running like student body left, and the Texans are like, stop, <laughs> I don't want to tackle him. Like he's so hard to tackle. And so, like, he makes 11-yard runs look – amazing right so i think there's a truth to the fact that um again baltimore has the ability to be more dynamic but in the playoffs in championship week man possessions is all that matters i like the highlights are cool but you got to consistently do it possession after possession after possession because they're just so valuable you might only get eight to nine maybe ten valuable possessions where you can score points or you can stop the other team, right? And so what the Chiefs have figured out, and again, it comes through the experience, is, okay, we don't need to get behind. We need to put our best stuff out there pretty early. And they've done that for the most part, especially on offense. Like, they have gone right down the field both times against the Dolphins and the Bills. Um, They've had some new wrinkles on defense that has been very helpful to, you know, mitigate some of the the dynamic ability of uh, Tyreek Hill or a Josh Allen. So now they're going to get sort of the best of both worlds. Zay Jones is good. Or, or uh, excuse me, Zay Flowers is good. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. playing very well. Uh, I love Isaiah Likely. Like, he came out of Am I at Mark Andrews back? 
And then you have Mark Andrews back. So he's, again, another legitimate threat. So you're going to get the best of skill position players and dynamic quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Where uh, Stefan Diggs, he he not a number one anymore if this trend continues. Um, the Ravens have better options. You know, they don't have to rely solely on, you know, guys like Shakir who are in their second year. So with all that said, the game just shrinks because it's cool to have a highlighter too, but you got to do it consistently through all four quarters to win this game. So I think Isaiah Pacheco has been extremely valuable. Um, Patrick Mahomes has been very systematic in knowing when to go for it, when to scramble. Like his decision-making these last two games have been honestly exquisite. Yeah. Um, And the defense has shown that they can get a consistent pass rush and that they're secondary, even with Mike Edwards out, even with having to play Chamari Connor almost every snap. Like, their secondary is still very, very talented, and they all know the scheme, and they can all sort of adjust with Steve Spagnuolo as the game progresses. So it's cool to have the highlight or two. But to your point, Dusty, when it gets to the fourth quarter, they have the experience. Again, I trust the coaching staff because they've been through it so much, even with their ups and downs this season. And it's one thing when you can just say, we can just hand the ball off to Isaiah Pacheco, and there's four yards for us to Mm -hmm. have. And that simplifies the game for the quarterback. It simplifies the game for everything else. So um, why the hell don't they do that when they have the ball on the two-yard line on first and goal? Well, you know, we just got <laughs> to get McColl involved. Yeah, I want to talk more about the, the back end of the wide receiver rotation after seeing MVS uh, get a catch and then seeing the mistake from McColl. Plus, one other injury I forgot to ask you about that could have a serious impact on Sunday's game. That's next here as Nate Taylor from The Athletics hanging out with us here on Cody and Gold. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Dusty yeah. Likens, Drew Nixon, Nate Taylor from The Athletic having a good time. We're talking Take about... Take away, Jason. It's fine. Talking about Jason Kelsey a little bit and, and the fun scene from... Well, kind the, of. That's what we're talking about. Well, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm saying we have this yeah, energy. We have yeah. this energy towards Taylor Swift where it's annoying to see her do the opposite of what you're supposed to do when you swag serve. I don't know what her arm motion was. No. And that's fine. 
But here was this man hammered off of his absolute ass. <laughs> and you're allowed to let your, your young child be picked up and taken to a window? Okay. We'll go with you, Jason. I don't know if I want you letting Jason Kelsey in that sense. The take parents little, were take, right there. You're acting like you're acting like he he walked her a mile away. Okay, she, their parents were the two he rows was below him. Listen, hammered and sweaty. <laughs> yeah, but he's famous. It's he's just different. Probably he's still a stranger. I understand, but it's he was on. Okay. T- there was plenty of people to do it. You wouldn't get away with anything. Okay, I'm just saying. Let's have that same energy. Interesting take. Mm. My favorite though was still that there was actually a beat reporter for the Dallas Cowboys that tweeted out was upset. Uh, clearly about Jason Kelsey having his shirt off because he then took a photo of Trayvon Diggs, the brother of Stephon Diggs, who was at the game fully clothed and said, see, he's cheering on his brother and he doesn't have to take his shirt off. Like, get the, get, what do we, relax. It's also personality. And then my favorite response to it from somebody was, what was he supposed to do? Rip off his shirt in excitement for the drops that Stephon Diggs had? Yeah. Let's just enjoy the games, guys. Yeah, Yeah. come on. (laughs) What's he supposed to do? Yeah. Take it? Oh. Well, if he took his shirt off, you'd see a, a well more chiseled human being than you would see well, of Jason sure. Kelsey. Sure. Sure. I yeah. also love that we are absolutely to a point where everything that happens becomes a cookie or a cake the next day. Yes. There's already yeah, shirtless Jason true. Kelsey cookies. Yeah. Just like there were frozen mustache Andy <laughs> Reid cakes and cookies. Like, yeah. This is just people, insane. This sport is this it's sport awesome, is silly, and, and, and this, people people and, love it. And, and, in, and in this town, I mean, I, I was at dinner last night, and you could over like every table near me. Everybody yeah. was talking about the Chiefs. I mean, yeah. it is this is we're used to it this time of the year, but it's the it's the biggest story in town, and we're everybody's enjoying it. I, I did want to to get into. Uh, the wide receiver, more like the back end of the wide receiver room, because sure. uh, obviously we know what Rasheed Rice has been able to do. They're not messing with that. MVS though, hey, golf clap, everybody, yeah. everybody, nice couple catches. Love hey. seeing that. We mentioned though, McCall Hardman, yeah, and we know that Tony was inactive. We know Sky Moore is still on IR. Does anything change based off of what you saw? Like MVS, good for you. I, I would love another two catches, but like, I don't need to target him more now just because he got the ball twice. Also, I still think I trust McCall Harbin more than Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore. Mm. So, like, I don't, I don't need to change mm. anything. I don't, I don't need you to change anything. You don't want anything. that old thing back. I, I don't want them to be tempted because if Andy Reid near the goal line was tempted to use McCall Hardman once, you don't think that they're going to say, "Well, we, Tony's active. We, we, we got to come up with a special play for him," and that won't. You tell me that's not going to backfire. That's where I'm at. Is uh, Kadarius Tony's ankle really hurt? Hip, isn't hip. A hip. He hip. Got a, he's, he's got a hip. He's got a hip. He's got a hip. Yeah, the hell he does. Uh, I think Kadarius Tony could play. Uh, uh, over if, somebody if, or just in, in addition? In no, I, well, just to, an, just to <laughs> answer Dusty's questions first. Is he injured? Yes. Every mm-hmm. NFL player is injured. Could he have played on Sunday? Yes. yes of course. <laughs> okay, I just, I just so, want to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every uh, time I see that, I do the old eye roll like, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, he's hurt. So, look, when it comes to Marquez Valdez-Scanlon, that was his best game yeah. of the season. Yeah. There was only one game this year against the horrid Chargers where he had three catches for 84 yards. Praise be. That, guys, he hasn't been over 30 yards in a game since that moment. His over-under is oh, before Sunday. 14 and a half is his over-under this week, by the way. Might want to bang it. I'm going to. Might want to bang it. I'm going to bang the hell out of that. Because, look, Baltimore, Baltimore's in a tough spot, right? Uh, hey, you know what the Dolphins did? We ain't got no pass for us. Light them up. Uh-huh. How'd that work? Well, they were in the red zone all day. Uh, all right, well, Buffalo said, well, can't really light them up. <sighs> Don't really have a lot of guys. The linebacker position, our safeties are kind of getting up there. All right, drop everybody back. 
they were averaging nine yards of play through the first three quarters of the game. So yeah. what do you do? Do you do a mix of that? I don't know. But like the the few times the Bills were like, you know what? Man to man. Like, let's just get so no more zone, no more backing it up, man to man. Caught another one on us. So like they're starting to find the answers to everything, and that's why you keep Marquez on the field because he is a man-to-man beater. He's going to run by just about anybody. Getting Based open has not been his problem. Not been his problem. And he was open on the corner uh, for the for the potential touchdown, but the obviously the win, I think, sort of impacted Patrick's throw. Um, so I think his role is secure. I think you can now use him a little bit more downfield uh-huh. uh, along with Justin Watson. And, yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. I kind of want to go back to that old thing. I, I, I mean, mean, so do please, I. I just, please, I'm a little Lord, concerned. Like, now nah, you, you know. Lord, please give us Kadarius Tony in this game. Oh, uh, no, don't. Please. I, Nate, I don't want it. I don't you want, want it. You want McCall Hardman? I'd rather have him. I still trust him more. What do you want to do? Sit he back with a cigarette? He touched the ball twice and fumbled twice. Yeah. Uh, Kadarius Tony has had balls pop up in the air off his hands, leading interceptions and six points directly once. Totally fair. Like that's, that's the problem. Like, he's, legit, I have no he's, he's legitimately, he's legitimately the number one reason why you were the two seed. Correct. So like, that's, that's the challenge. Your honor. Uh, no further questions. Actually, we drop all charges. Yeah. Innocent. Uh, uh. So, so look, I mean, how much can the eye candy work? If yeah. you don't give sure. McCall the ball, right? The the reason the some of the downfield stuff works is because the defense has to communicate because McCall has legitimate speed. Now he has more long speed than Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony has more wiggle, elusiveness. Uh that's his sort of dynamic trait. Now uh-huh. I think McCall will catch the ball more, but who's to say? Uh he hasn't caught one in the postseason yeah. so far. Yeah, that's why good. they went from, hey, uh, he's not really tracking the ball well in sub freezing temperatures. Pop passes, baby. Here we go. Oh, he fumbled. So it's always something with the back end of the receiver room. Uh, so, hey, Rasheed Rice, the I will say this. The Baltimore Ravens tackle just as well as the Chiefs do, uh, which I find to be, like, super-duper fascinating about this matchup. Like, Baltimore doesn't really give up a lot of explosive plays due to a lack of missed tackles. So who can break tackles on the team? I know Kadarius Tony can. Yeah. I know Rasheed Rice can. I know it's like it's again. It's about having your best four. Is it is it Pacheco? Sure. And is it Travis Kelsey? Yes. And you keep Marquez out there so that you can have space to operate within. Um, honestly, fellas, I think probably McCole will be out there. I'm not sure about Kadarius Tony, but as I said last week, hey, the reason why Marquez is out there is because Andy Reid is a coach who really leans into the redemption. The, the second chances of football. I don't need the storybook ending, though. I'm sorry. Like, that's that, a lot of Look, times, man. by the way, we all love Disney movies, but like, you know, Disney movies aren't real. You know, they don't always happen that way. You know, and, and I, I hear you. I'm glad he's MVS. So, he's so talented, uh, Mr. Gold. He's, Nate, he's incredibly Nate, talented. Nate, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. We, we, that exact same sentence was uttered in week five and <laughs> yeah. week 12, week 17. Yeah. Like, yeah. I Can hear you, you just give us one. And look, I will gladly give him props. If you tell me that he gets one catch and that's he gets a 35, asking. I get it. That's all I'm asking and that's, is one play. And that's the temptation they have had all year. Right. But I also know so far this year, it has led to one direct loss, I would argue. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. make a case for your second, second one, one, too. Yes. No, no. They've, they've lost three games because of Kadarius so that, Sony. That's where I'm like, I yes. don't need it. It's not worth the, the risk reward. Okay. Weighing it, not worth okay. it. Okay. 
But when we when we gave the ball to McCall, he fumbled it twice. So and, that, and by the way, the Ravens will hit harder than the Bills. I don't need. Not, you know what? Neither one gets the ball. How about that? Okay. Well, we have a four man rotation. And welcome, welcome to the rotation, Marquez. Yep. That's that's fine. That, that's that's, fine. Bas- that's basically what you yeah. learned on Sunday, right? Like use Noah, Gray, use Noah Gray a little more. I'm fine yeah, with that. Pacheco was excellent in the game. Uh, Travis Kelsey gave you one of those vintage postseason performances that you always need this time of year. Obviously, you have Marquez Valdez-Scanlon, who stretches the field now. And, okay, here we go. Rasheed Rice, third down, yak, possession guy, cool. Those are your four guys. Mm-hmm. Sprinkle a little, you know, Clyde was a lair in the red zone when right. you have the ball at the two-yard line. Uh, you know, some Noah Gray and a little bit oh, of I Justin. I forgot about my guy, Richie James. Just a little bit of, uh, okay. I mean, come on. I mean, that's <laughs> punt returner. Yeah. Punt YOLO. <laughs> Richie James. Yeah. And about Richie James. Sprinkle it. Maybe, maybe the, maybe the exact, um, answer here is sprinkling a little bit more Justin Watson. Okay. He got one opportunity early in the game and then he was kind of like just out there. Um, but maybe the answer is Justin Watson. Uh, as like maybe your fifth guy along with Noah Gray. How much do we, again, I, I'm not trying to be a Chiefs homer here, but how much do we play into the fact that who Baltimore has faced? Oh, you want to do it? Let's do it. Okay, so I'll start. <laughs> Let's do it, kids. Jake Browning, Easton Awful. Stick. Awful. Matthew Stafford, Ooh. Trevor Lawrence, uh-huh. Brock Purdy, yep. Tua, yep. Mason Rudolph, Ooh. Rookie, and C.J. Stroud. That's going back for at least enough sample size of weeks of quarterbacks they played. You know who you know who that sounded like, right? Okay. That sounded like the Philadelphia Eagles last year. Okay. Who were feasting on quarterbacks in the NFC East and Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. And a schedule that was very that was very favorable. I'll I'll just be honest. Like they had an incredible schedule last year. Um and Stafford put up thirty one. The oh, most experienced he put up easily. he put up thirty one. And that was in a game which was in Baltimore during mm-hmm. rain mm-hmm. against that defense. Mm-hmm. Easton's, uh, Easton Stick, 10 points. Trevor Lawrence, 7. Brock Purdy, 19. Tua, 19. Mason Rudolph won that game, put up 17. Uh-huh. C.J. Stroud, 10. You want, you, want, you want me to tell you who they lost to at home? Oh, yeah. They lost to... Uh, oh, oh, my goodness. Gardner Minshew. They lost to Gardner Minshew, and they lost to Deshaun Watson. Mm. And they lost the was it Kenny Pickett that played that first game? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now that was on the road, and uh the Baltimore Ravens dropped the ball the entire game. Right. Um, but look, you know, Kenny Pickett was out there doing his thing, you know, 18 for 30, <laughs> 18 for 32 for 244 and a touch. Mm-hmm. Um it's interesting topic. I mean, just it, 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 I, I'm glad you I'm glad you're on it because I started looking at the Ravens last night and I was like, hey man. Now they did an amazing job. I guess their best, their best game was against the Detroit Lions in October, where they just destroyed the the Lions, who are now in the championship game. Jared Goff was, um, man, he was pressured all day. And of course, when Jared Goff is pressured, things go poorly. Lamar Jackson, amazing. He had three hundred and fifty-seven passing yards in that game. But since then. It's weird. They, they, they also don't have eight wins against teams. They, they have eight wins where they've won by more than 14 points, I, I think, against playoff teams or teams mm-hmm. with a winning record. I mean, so it's it, it's the balance between 
between the, the two. But yeah. I also bring that up because I also bring up the fact that they're going up against a guy who, by the way, this is his sixth consecutive sure. year doing mm-hmm. this. I don't know if you've ever gone on a trip with somebody who's done the same trip for like five years. Hey, what are we doing today? Trust me, I've got it taken care of. We'll get up in the morning. We'll go to this diner. It's never busy. Then we're going to go over here and take care of this. And then by the time we get ready for lunch, we'll go to this place and it'll be perfect what we want. And then everything falls according to plan. You know what does it? The guy that's never gone on that vacation that tries to plan things. And then all of a sudden everything goes hog wild crazy. And you're like, why do we leave this guy in charge? He's never done this. Frank over here knows exactly where to be, when to be, and how to do it. Let's start listening to him. Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. It's take tough. Defenses against Josh Allen was, was again, I know that there was a ton of passes thrown behind the line of scrimmage. I know there were different sort of situations where, you know, the air was taken out of the offense because of what was on the other side of the yes. field. You cannot deny that. Right. But you look at, you know, two in that offense, they were great all year. Mahomes still beat them and beat them soundly with that defense of seven points. They were held to their most fewest points of the season, season. in that game. Yes. They had one damn first down out of 12 attempts. They only had 158 yards. They netted for a hundred. So, again, I think you can play that sort of statistical advantage into that where you look at where Baltimore's been down the stretch, been great, finished strong. But who'd they play? Uh, when they played, I will say their second best win of the season is against the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what you also remember about that game is uh, the turnover flukiness of that entire game is wild because um, a referee forced a safety. Yeah, legitimate, fell, fell legitimate ass. referee was like, "Hey, that's a that's a safety for the back judge." <laughs> hey, he fell on his ass and tripped Lamar. <laughs> and then there was there was turnover wonkiness because a couple tip passes got intercepted. Well, Mahomes doesn't get many passes tipped. Uh, that is one difference between him and Brock Purdy, of course. Um, but look, that was again that was their second best game, their second best victory of the season. Now. The thing that I need to remind everybody that should, uh, I guess, be an encouraging point to our beloved city. Yeah. Is Patrick Mahomes healthy? Oh, yeah. He's Ankle's healthy. healthier than it's been in a long time. He's healthy. And to your point, Dusty, he he been there, done that. Yeah. That, that should terrify. And again, uh, to your point, Mr. Gold, he's played a number of top defenses in NFL history, right? The Again, guys. I still think in my mind the best defense that he overcame was the 2019 49ers who just had D Ford as their fourth best pass rusher. Ugh. Like D Ford in his prime. Uh Nick Bosa just I mean they had they had the force Buckner on that team. Um you know Fred Warner in his prime. They still had a very good Richard Sherman. Uh he scored three straight touchdowns in the fourth quarter. <laughs> like hey, yeah, we're a, lot down, of, a lot of the rules do not apply to him. We're down 10. Like to the best defense in the league, and you're hobbling at halftime. Okay, that's fine. We'll score on every possession that matters. Oh, 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 oh. I guess we'll win then. I, I, I just guess we'll win if we're going to score every time in the fourth quarter. Yeah, or every time in the second half. Yeah, we're going to score every time. Any Anytime the ball's in my possession, we are scoring points. That's what he did in the Super Bowl on a, on a very injured high ankle sprain. Now you tell me he's healthy, and he's got all the knowledge. He's got all the experience. He has time to, you know, understand what your tendencies are, your weaknesses, and um, he's playing his best football at the absolute right time. I mean, look, ain't nobody on this schedule like that. <laughs> like, I'm looking at yeah, the schedule on my laptop, and I'm like, he's, hey, CJ's great. He doesn't have Travis Kelsey. He doesn't have anybody with the speed of Marquez Valdez-Scantlin. He doesn't, like, CJ Stroud don't have Isaiah Pacheco. CJ Stroud doesn't have one of the best offensive lines. He didn't have Tank Dell. 
and he didn't have Tank Dell. I mean, look, and a coaching staff that again has been there, has really? done that. Whatever you want to say about Matt Nagy, yeah, but they have a that's fir- up to you. But like Matt Nagy's been through this before, guys, and he helps the mm-hmm. offense alongside Andy Reid. Like that's th- these are just facts. Yeah, I know everybody loves like Bobby Slowick, the OC in Houston's get a lot of praise as he should, but he's a first year offensive coordinator. Correct. Yeah, I mean, there's like there's something he said to that, and a lot of these trends and stats. Just, they don't apply to Patrick Mahomes. They, they just play don't. Like Kenny Pickett twice yeah. a year, and that's what I'm saying. Like when I talk about the Ravens and who they played, somebody's like, "Well, didn't they blow out the 49ers?" Yeah, you know what Brock Purdy did in that game? 18 to 32, 255, and four picks got benched. Yeah, and two of them were tip balls. Where it's just like, I don't know if Mahomes has thrown four picks in the last two years in the playoffs. Man. So I mean, again, that's my yeah. point. And I like mean, somebody also brings up vacations are different than AFC championships. Thank you. It's called an analogy. But either way you want to look at it, <laughs> I, I'll, I I'll, let you, I'll let you yeah. handle that one but on, I mean, on the text it, line. But it's just more so it's like that's what I'm saying is like Brock Purdy is is miles, miles, and miles different than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs doesn't make mistakes. And if he does, he'll come back and take up for it. We saw that in yeah, the in the Super Bowl against the Niners. So I'm just, spare me. Look, could they guard Puka Nakua? No. no. Could they guard, you know, kind of still in his prime Cooper Cup? No. So there's a chance for Kansas City to score 30 if they play sound against the Ravens, even though the Ravens have a great defense. Nate Taylor from The Athletic will keep an eye on his work throughout the week. A reminder, coming up on the drive at 310 today, Patrick Mahomes going to join Carrington to talk about his sixth straight AFC title game appearance. Uh, Real quick, I know we don't talk NBA here, but... What the heck's going on with the Milwaukee Bucks? They just fired their head coach. They're yep. 30 and 13. They just won last night and they fired their coach. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. Blame Damian. Adrian Griffin. Just, just blame Damian Lillard. Giannis, just, has, just got, Giannis has gotten two coaches. Dame two time, coaches baby. fired. No, I'm, right. I'm blaming Dame because he don't play any defense. It's crazy. Last yeah, night facts. I did watch that game. They found a way to win, but uh, that was ugly against the Pistons. Anyway, thanks to Nate again. We're back at it tomorrow. Thanks to Dusty for filling in for Cody. See you then. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.